Hi everyone. If you are listening to this on the release day, then I would like to wish you a wonderful Sabbath. This week's film review is for the film Paper Dream, a film about a character called Chrissy whose dream to get pregnant fails. The film is centered around faith during trials and how we react when our plans don't turn out the way we had hoped. The film gives hope in God, who has the perfect plan, and works miracles to turn things around for his creation. But not everything is turned around, and the film depicts this very well. It depicts what is often our reaction in these difficult circumstances. In a way, the film reminds me of the book of Job, in the sense that it shows how people react when tragedy strikes. Do we start turning against God and blaming him, or do we draw ever closer to the one who can heal, comfort, and give true peace? The character Christy said to her husband, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. This matched very well with something she said a bit later. Being told that your dreams are impossible doesn't make you want it any less. It made me reflect on how, as human beings, we tend to go after an ideal, even if it isn't what is best for us at that time or at all. We think we have insight, and that is what's hard. Our pride consistently tells us we have the insight when we have a very limited view of the big picture. The film acts out a Bible verse I recall from time to time. Proverbs 21.30 says, There is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. Sometimes I have to repeat that to myself. Deborah, there is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. At the end of the day, it is a relief to admit that we don't and can't understand everything that is going on. But whatever the case may be, God is in control, even when everything seems to be going in the wrong direction. The film draws on the good character of God and how God is the same. It's our faith that fluctuates. Thankfully, God is faithful and merciful. Lamentations three twenty two twenty six says, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. The film upholds the Christian values of scripture alone, biblical marriage, the blessing in children, and the husband as the spiritual leader of the home. We see the portrayal of a husband who directed his wife towards the true character of God when she started to attack it. He also steered her away from telling lies when she was filling out profile information for an adoption website. Christy was also a believer, but the film depicts how desperate we can become when our ideals and dreams are not met. There was a scene when Christy's husband was reading Psalm 73 
an intense psalm about oppression. I really like this scene because it showed him seeking solace in the Lord. And I'm going to go ahead and read Psalm 73. A Psalm of Asaph Truly God is good to Israel, to such as are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the boastful, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no pangs in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, nor are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride serves as their necklace. Violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes bulge with abundance. They have more than heart could wish. They scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walks through the earth. Therefore his people return here, and waters of a full cup are drained by them. And they say, How does God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly, who are always at ease. They increase in riches. Surely I have cleansed my heart in vain, and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I had said, I will speak thus, behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of your children. When I thought how to understand this, it was too painful for me, until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Surely you set them in slippery places. You cast them, cast them down to destruction. Oh, how they are brought to dissolution! As in a moment, they are utterly consumed with terrors. As a dream when one awakes, so, Lord, when you awake, you shall despise their image. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was vexed in my mind. I was so foolish and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon the earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For indeed, those who are far from you shall perish. You have destroyed all those who desert you for harlotry. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God, that I may declare all your works. The film gives glory to God by depicting that God the Father is supreme and nothing must be put before him. As he says in his first commandment in Exodus 20, 1-3, And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. 
I like the scene where the husband tells his wife, Christy, that God owes us no explanation because he is God. And I'll add that this doesn't stop us asking why, whether we do it vocally or deep in our hearts. At some point in the film, this question is asked, is God enough to fill the longing in our hearts? It made me think of 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. One of God's promises that I often meditate on is mentioned towards the end of the film. He will never leave us or forsake us. This is taken from Hebrews 5, which says, Keep your lives free from the love of many and be content with what you have. Because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Would I change anything about the film? There was a scene where Christy says to her niece that she didn't know why God lets bad things happen. I thought it would have been a good opportunity to have the character explain to her niece how sin came into the world, how Jesus Christ saved us from the consequence of of sin, and how Jesus' second coming will signify the end to all sin. Did the film encourage my faith? Yes, I, like many people, can relate to the character Christy, who had a plan of what she wanted to do in her life, only to not have that plan fulfilled. I have to remind myself over and over again, Proverbs 21.30, there is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. And here is our summary. Paper Dream is a wonderful depiction of how mankind assumes it can set its own path, taking no variables like a sinful world and all its trappings into consideration. Paper Dream shows how a sinful world has no mercy, and most of the time makes very little sense. The film points to Jesus, who points us to God the Father, who gives us miracles here on earth, but has promised a new home, a sinless world where everything will be made anew. I watched Paper Dream on www.fishflix.com. Thank you for listening to this review. Until next time, peace be with you.